Welcome to the Curator Salon podcast. I'm your host, Geeta Joshi. In this episode, I wanted to discuss something that might seem a little bit off topic for an art podcast, but stay with me. I wanted to talk about emotions. People put emotions into their work. Artists often want people to feel something when they look at their work, feel an emotion when they see an exhibition or walk into a space. So we all have them and we even try to create or evoke them through the presentation of the artwork. So for this episode, we're going to talk about emotions and not just the emotions that go into your work or the emotions you're trying to express in your visual language. We're actually going to discuss the emotions that you have around your art practice and your business that might even be holding you back. My guest is transformation coach Vicky Ross, who helps people align with their purpose and live life on their own terms. Welcome, Vicky. Hi, and thank you for inviting me to this uh, talk. So emotions can you can you talk a bit more about what they really are on a maybe on a more physiological level than what they really are all right so let's just start at the very very beginning uh, we have loads and loads of thoughts every day i mean some people say it is like 60 to 80 thousand some people say it's 110 to god knows how many thousand but let's just all agree that we have loads and loads of thoughts every single day but we don't pay attention, at least not consciously, to every single one of those thoughts. But every now and then, depending on what is happening right now, what we are doing right now, uh, what we are trying to achieve right now, we will pay attention to a thought that aligns with that. So the only way that a thought can actually then translate itself and go into the body so therefore it becomes an action is for there to be a chemical change and a shift in the body. So a thought becomes important, it gets noticed on the conscious level, and then in our brain, in the hypothalamus, there's like an emotional cocktail that goes through the nervous system and gives information to every cell and every organ and creates a, a chemical change to then create the behavior. So this is actually what's going on on a very, very simple level. We have what we call brain juice, and this brain juice gets into the body, gives information, and therefore we behave out of that so the thought becomes behavior so are thoughts and emotions the same thing or does one trigger the other when a thought becomes important and therefore we become consciously aware of the thought then that chemical change that goes into the body is what we call emotion it is that energy that we feel in the body and it's that information that the body gets from the thought because if it just stayed as a thought it would just be a thought there would be no feeling about it which is the emotion so therefore the chemical change and the thing that happens in our bodies is what then creates the emotion, which then creates the behavior. Emotion is the word that we'll use. Feeling is the feeling that we have. So when we say, I feel this way, and we say, well, what is that? That is the emotion that we are feeling. So we, we, we kind of become aware of the feeling and then we can say that this feeling is anxiety. So obviously they support us and hold us back in many ways. What, what is all of that about? So when we talk about brain juice, which is a very easy way to talk about neurochemicals, mm -hmm. uh, we get good brain juice and bad brain juice. And that we understand by the way we're feeling. Mm -hmm. So good brain juice is the, is the emotions that are positive, things like calm and happiness and joy and serenity, tranquility, love. All of those things are good brain juice. And the way we know that is because we feel good when we experience those. So bad brain juice for the same token, is the emotions that make us feel uncomfortable. It's like anxiety, it's like stress, it's like tension, it's depression, it's insecurity. So we just know by hearing the words that when we have those experiences, those feelings in our body, we really feel uncomfortable about it. 
So the question is, is that like, how does the body know what to experience by every thought that we have? So what happens when we are, you know, starting life, our first sort of eight years, the imprint years, is that we don't know anything. So we have to learn. So what happens is a, a, a situation happens, an experience happens, and it will happen over and over. So what we're doing in that moment is we're actually judging. Because without judgment, because judgment is not good or bad, judgment is more about what is this. So once we judge something and we know what it is, we have now given meaning to an experience. Once we give it meaning, the body, depending on the way we learn from the people around us, will decide what emotion is attached to that meaning. So it could be that this is scary or this is amazing or this is anxious or this is happy because we've learned this from the way we experience it and the way we observe how others experience it. Because like I said, a two or a three-year-old child does not know that this is something good or something bad. So it will observe the response of others and will model that and therefore it will judge, it will have meaning, from that meaning it will have an emotion and therefore that becomes a program. Now, years and years later, you don't have to relearn what every event or every experience that you have, what it means, and therefore what to feel about it, because your brain is going to attach and is going to say, this is similar to, and look for that program and go, this is similar to that event, this is what it means, this is the emotion, and at that point, the chemical response happens, it goes through your body, so therefore we feel it as an emotion in our body, and from there we know how to behave. So thought, create feelings, which is the emotions, out of the judgment and the meaning, and those feelings then create behavior. That's such a brilliant explanation. I think I see this a lot with the artists that I work with, and I'm sure you see it with your clients as well, that particularly when they're, um, you know, changing career or they're sort of doing sort of new, developing new areas in their business, that, you know, the emotions that they have around it can often keep them quite stuck. So given that our emotions basically run us, it would make sense that we'd want to get some control over them and, you know, that we can be steered towards the things that we want. Yeah, so paying attention to our emotions gives us a kind of a, a way, a pathway of understanding what are we thinking right now. And once we understand what we're thinking, then we can start to ask ourselves, is what I'm thinking real and true? Because what most people are not aware of is that the brain, the unconscious mind, cannot tell the difference between reality and fantasy. So when we are projecting something in the future about the work that we're doing, the way we you know, show up, uh, you know, our value, our am I good enough kind of stuff, when we're projecting those kind of ideas into the future, it will make us feel uncomfortable and that's the energy that we'll have in our bodies, that's the emotion we have in our bodies. And that is not going to be supportive or useful for us to do and create the outcomes that we want. So a lot of the time we're actually working on autopilot, you know, like you said, because of these, um, the judgments that we've given emotions or we're calling certain feelings, anxiety or joy. Um, how do we, obviously it would make sense that we would want to create more of the, the good brain juice and the, the better outlook. How can we, what can we do to sort of make those shifts when we're feeling, let's say, you know, like one of the things a lot of artists say to me is that they, I've given them all the strategies, for example, in the book about, let's say, social media, but then they get very anxious or nervous or any of these sorts of things from actually taking the action to start, you know, whether it is posting or scheduling and things like that. 
what can we do to change our emotions around things like that? Well, some of the things that I do with my clients, the first thing is you've got to build an awareness. You have to, in the moment that you're about to go do something, actually check in with your body and ask yourself, how do I feel about that? So if the task is about going to do some social media, and then you say, right, so now I'm about to go and do social media, just stop for a minute and ask yourself, how's my body feeling at the idea of me doing social media? So if there is tension, then you know, okay, there's bad brain juice going on there. And ask yourself, what is it that I'm thinking right now? And what is it that I believe about myself right now that is influencing this thought that is now creating the bad brain juice? Because when we start to become aware of the thought, we can then go, oh my goodness, I am actually projecting into the future something that I really don't know if it's going to happen or if it's true. And therefore my, ener my energy, my emotions is one of anxiety or fear of inadequacy, whatever it is. So start to actually ask yourself and become very, very aware of the muscle tension, your breath, um, the way your body feels, because that is a good indicator of whether you are, uh, the thing that you're about to do some, somewhere, there's a program related to that, and it could be about being visible. You know, maybe you were taught as a child that, you know, children are seen and not heard, so shut up and stop talking kind of stuff. Uh, perhaps in class you try to express yourself, to say something, or you, you've made a drawing, and then when you showed it, everybody laughed, and therefore in that moment, the program that you've got is that when I express or show who I am, then I'm going to get humiliated. And therefore the program that says, showing yourself, telling the, you know, being visible, the meaning of that is, humiliation and being rejected and therefore the emotion is fear and therefore there we go you've got a perfect program that now in the in the now sort of 20 30 years later you may not remember that event you may not know that you have a program that says you know putting yourself out there and being visible is scary because you might be humiliated and rejected and therefore you don't understand why you have this anxiety inside of you to do this that's such a great explanation if you're listening to this episode, then it's worth knowing that this is the first of five short episodes with Vicky Ross, talking all about emotions, uh, energy, confidence, and basically mindset for artists. Vicky and I have worked together in the past. We've known each other for about 10 years, and we are in the process of putting together an online course, particularly for artists and based around mindset. Vicky, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. The Curator's Salon hopes you enjoyed this production.